I'm Mindy Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, a holistic look at music's effect on our everyday lives. I recently came across an organization, thanks to a previous guest, shout out to Graham Winder, uh, (laughs) an organization I hadn't heard of, and I looked up their website, and the landing page really caught my attention. It was made up of these bold statements, music education is a right of every student. Where you live shouldn't determine what you learn. No school is whole without the sound of students learning the greatness of their own voices. Music is primary in education, and we are keeping it in schools because hashtag music ed matters. Wow, they pretty much had me at the landing page. (laughs) This organization is called Give a Note Foundation. My guest today is Give a Note's CEO, Beth Slusher. Beth was one of the founding board members for the organization in 2012. She has a bachelor degree in vocal and instrumental music performance with a minor in business. Beth is a passionate leader in advancing the cause of music education and is also an entrepreneur and the owner and CEO of Rivers Inc. in apparel manufacturer for the music performance industry. Welcome to Enhanced Life with Music, Beth. Oh, thank you, Mindy. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Well, Beth, I know that Give a Note Foundation is a 501c3 that began in response to national budget cuts for the arts in public schools. It was established with an initial $1 million investment from 20th Century Fox, Glee, and Ryan Murphy. Tell us more about how and why Give a Note Foundation began. Yeah, well, um, that's exactly right. We were founded with funds from 21st Century Fox or 20th Century Fox at the time um, and Ryan Murphy and the television show Glee. Uh, Ryan Murphy, um, you know, wanted to uh, celebrate the success of Glee and in cooperation with 21st Century Fox, they wanted to do something that was meaningful in terms of supporting music education because Ryan had had a background in music education. Uh, he was a, a, a student of music when he was in school here in Indiana, actually. Mm. Um, so we, we began in cooperation with NAFME, which is the National Association for Music Education, mm-hmm. um, in our effort to support music education through advocacy and financial support to the music education community. Great. Tell us some of the ways that Give a Note advances its mission to expand and increase music education opportunities for all children, especially those in low wealth and underserved areas. Yes. So that's a really good question, Mindy, and I'm, I'm glad you asked. Um, Give a Note believes that all children should have equal opportunity to participate in music at school and to be exposed to the educational benefits that learning music provides. And what we've found over the years is that focusing our support towards innovative music educators, ones who are actively engaging more students in music by offering a more diverse learning opportunities, such as audio and gaming technology, um, and increasing culturally relevant music, such as mariachi, hip hop, and modern band, that all of those things together with that innovative approach delivers the results we are looking for, which is you know, in essence, getting more kids exposed to and participating in music in school. And are these, are are your initiatives primarily geared toward music education in schools or in communities or kind of equally both? Well, our, our support, financial support is directly to K through 12 
public school music programs. Okay. Um, but you know, that, that support filters out into the community. Sure. Um, I'm really proud of the fact that 95% of our music educator grantees are schools where minority students are the majority. Um, and those teachers from our music education innovators award program are just, they're really getting kids excited about participating in the music classroom. And that filters out and helps those kids connect with their community in meaningful ways. So uh, it, it's more holistic than just funding into the K-12 schools. Mm. Well, I love that. I love that holistic approach. You do a lot with strategic partnerships and grassroots campaigns. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the partnerships that you have? Yeah, like, you know, any nonprofit, we rely very heavily on our partners as well as our donors to fund our mission. We're especially grateful to CMA Foundation. Um, They were our founding sponsor for the MEIA program and have been truly an important partner to us. Mm. And they really helped us define our work in the space of supporting innovation. We've also had the great fortune to work with, you know, really wonderful partners. We've had Radio Disney, Big Machine Label Group, you know, 21st Century Fox and, and, you know, a whole host of wonderful partners that really help us do what we need to do to support our mission and also to keep the lights on. How do most of these collaborations come about? Is it mostly give a note, sort of doing the research and reaching out to organizations or educators they feel are particularly innovative or are people approaching you? A little bit of both. Um, you know, it's a constant um it's a it's a constant process of creating relationships that are meaningful with um individuals and with corporations and with other foundations. Um, it really is a strategic plan that you have to work all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, it's a constant discussion with others about what we do and why we do it and finding that you're in alignment with what they want to achieve as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so we work very hard to make the partnerships meaningful for the partner as well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and you have quite a wide spectrum of partnerships. I mean, you mentioned CMA Foundation, NAFME, Glee, Ryan Murphy. You've had the voice contestants who have been collaborators and <laughs> right. partners. You mentioned they were, radio. They, they were part of our Radio Disney national tours. We did four years of uh, bus tours across the nation in, in partnership with Radio Disney and, and Disney Performing Arts and and put the, some of those voice contestants out uh, in the classrooms with these kids. And oh. that was an, that was an amazing <laughs> experience. That was so wonderful. The kids just loved that. Oh, but, I uh, thought. Well, I... we've also had new partners. I mean, when COVID hit, we, we had to put a temporary hold on MEIA. Um, and we had some new partners that came to the table and helped us establish a new initiative called the Let's Play Music Fund to help get music-specific protective equipment instrument masks, bell covers, singers masks uh, to teachers and students so they could return to the classroom. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about some of the initiatives. You mentioned one by its acronym just a second ago. What was that again? Oh, MEIA, which is our Music Education Innovators Award. Okay. And And tell us a little bit more about that award. 
Yeah, that award has been really special to us. Again, it's our support towards innovation in music and the creative strategies that these teachers are using to engage more kids in music education. Okay, so um, you identify music educators within the K through twelve setting who are doing correct. things, especially that are that are especially innovative. Correct. Okay, they are. So- yeah, and we. We recognize them and provide financial support to their program that they've developed in their curriculum. Okay. And our ongoing effort with that is that, you know, we will expand that to, uh, we're making sure that they are curriculum programs that have been developed that have the ability to be sustainable and replicable. You know, we, we want to take these music in- education innovators that we've identified and help them teach other teachers how to replicate these programs in other schools. Ah, and I'm guessing you have a way up page on your website dedicated to this initiative where we can see the award winners down through the last several yep. years. Yep. If you go to our website, which is givenote.org and then click on initiatives. And then there's a drop down there that you can look at the different programs and initiatives that we uh, support. And when you click on music education innovators, then yes, we have our whole list of educators who've been, who've achieved that recognition. Okay. So that particular initiative, you said kind of went on hold with COVID and you went kind of launched another initiative. Tell us about that. Yeah. So we launched the Let's Play Music Fund in August of 2020. And we had a couple of amazing partners that came together to help us with that. And that is Southeastern Performance Apparel, who is an apparel manufacturer in Dothan, Alabama, and they manufacture performance apparel for music performance groups, such as choirs, bands, orchestras. Um, and actually, they are the company that acquired my company, my former company, Rivers. Oh, okay. Um, so worked with them and then the National Educational Music Company, NEMC. And those two companies are supporting the Let's Play Music Fund through their sales of protective equipment, instrument masks, bell covers, um, and singers masks. But then we're also through uh, through our other fundraising efforts for the fund as well. Uh, we've supplied over 13,000 pieces of PPE to uh, students and teachers nationwide mm-hmm. in school districts where they just simply cannot afford, they don't have the funds to purchase the protective equipment for the mm-hmm. kids. Wow. Were there any particular initiatives or campaigns that Give a Note has done down through the years that especially stand out in your mind as particularly impactful or memorable? Well, they've all been special in their own right. Um, I'm personally drawn to the Music Education Innovators Award, the level of commitment that these teachers have um, towards providing the best of the best for their students and looking for those creative ways to support their students is really, really incredible. And, you know, I have one story in particular that comes to mind, um, one of our innovators, and we have so many, I could, I could tell you every one of their stories and you'd go, oh, fantastic. <laughs> I need but, to look them up, but yeah, go ahead with your story. You do. I mean, if you read through them, they're just they're everything from an Afro-Brazilian drumming project in Detroit to a choir program in Alabama that um, specifically targets and, and is, supports special needs students to the one that just, I, I love this one so much. He was he, Ben Thompson, one of our grantees from Denver. He's a physics teacher at a CTE, a career and technical educational okay. high school. Uh-huh. And he 
started an audio production and music composition class to help his students explore career pathways in music production. Mm -hmm. His school is all about career pathways. Uh So he recognized that his love of music and his love of recording and everything audio techno geek stuff Uh could really be helpful to his kids because there was no music teacher in the school. So he developed a curriculum around it and incorporates music creation, theory, sound production and recording. And now these kids in this high school that had no music teacher now have a music teacher and a chance to do something really special in a new kind of music classroom. So I just love that one. Yeah, that is awesome. (laughs) How did you find out about that particular program? And is there kind of a common thread that you tend to hear about most of these award winners? Is there a nomination process where these? So actually, there is a nomination process. We send out, um, we do an outreach uh, asking for nominations. And then we, um, people who are nominated are asked to apply but we also have a general open application process for the award when we open that annually when we open that um, program annually uh, any teacher is eligible to apply any k-12 public school music teacher is 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 open to apply and there's certain criteria that they need to meet in terms of how long their program has been in place and etc but um we have a committee that reviews all those applications that come in and then we take it down to a finalist and then we choose the, you know, the, the committee chooses the final award winner. Mm. Here's a quick break for one of our sponsors. Did you know there is a $1 billion global industry hidden in plain sight within the music business? I'm speaking of the music licensing industry, where you get paid to license your music to film, TV shows, blockbuster trailers, commercials, video games, and more. My name is Jody Friedman. I am a music supervisor for film, TV, and ads, and creator of LicenseYourMusic.com and host of the podcast License Your Music. I've licensed over 10,000 songs across all kinds of media. And I'd like to show you how to do the same. Whether you're a young musician who loves music but has no idea how to make money from it, or a retired business executive who's getting back into music after years of putting it on the back burner, or a songwriter who wants to know how to get your songs heard by millions, or maybe you're a touring artist who's looking for supplemental income, music licensing allows you to earn passive income and to achieve what all creators strive for, creative freedom. If you want to learn how to license your music, check out my podcast, License Your Music, where we discuss all things related to music licensing, including interviews with guest experts in the industry. And come by LicenseYourMusic.com to grab my free guide that'll kickstart your licensing career today. Well, Given Hope Foundation was created to bring awareness to the importance of music education and to strengthen music education opportunities for all students, every community. And on your website, it says, because Music not only offers students the chance to develop creativity and self-expression, but also builds skills such as communication, collaboration, and critical thinking that are necessary for success. Talk to us some more about the because. Why is music so important? Well, you know, music is so important because studies support that it's important. You know, studies show that students who learn music in school and as youngsters increases their IQ by 20%. And uh, there was a recent study um, where the MIT 
researchers, they stated, they noted in their study that learning music, that music perception may be more important to a child's brain than speech perception. Hmm. So I think it's just, <laughs> it, I, I will be happy to send it to you. I, <laughs> when to I read it. through it, I was like, this is amazing. And, you know, there are other studies more recently out there um, about the cognitive development. And, mm-hmm. you know, I can personally say from my own experience that I think my ability to be successful and be a productive socially responsible human being mm-hmm. um, is due in part to the training that I had as a child in music. What you learn in participating in mu- in the music classroom is collaboration. Um, you learn compassion and empathy. There's so much out there about the social emotional learning skills that mm-hmm. are associated with learning music. So yeah. Um, I wholeheartedly believe that every child needs to have that experience. And, uh, you know, music is a core subject in our schools, but the perception isn't always that it's really a core subject and it's really all that necessary, you know, and you don't have to be talented in music to participate in music. And Um, to reap its benefits. And to reap its benefits. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How involved are the initial investors still in the Give a Note Foundation? So like the Glee TV show, Ryan Murphy, 20th Century Fox. Yeah, well, Glee is 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 past and over. Um, so we've had some conversations about maybe trying to pull some of those cast members back in for some sort of an anniversary celebration at some point. And 20th Century Fox was bought by Disney. And so we have a very good relationship with Disney and we continue to have the conversations about ways that we can work together. Um, But it's been a funny time the last 12 months, hasn't it? (laughs) That's one way to describe it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, uh, it's just kind of changed everything. And, and we do keep in contact with Ryan Murphy through his, um, through his management and, you know, have, talked about many things that maybe we can do in the future, but nothing is on the table right now that we're specifically planning. Uh How can listeners get involved either as supporters, as educators, (laughs) collaborators, or in some other capacity? Yeah, that's the million dollar question, right? Um, You know, fundraising is the most critical and difficult part of being successful and supporting the mission. Yet the answer to your question just simply can't be donate. You know, I, I, that's, that's not it. It's way more than that. You know, I think the thing that anyone can do that is, is most helpful to us is get to know us, Mm. you know, just get to know us, visit our website and see what we do. And if it, if it moves you, then help us be the voice for music education connect with us on social media. That really helps us expand our brand. And, and when we're expanding our brand, we're bringing more people into the conversation. And when you bring more people into the conversation, it improves our efforts to fundraise and provide support. So mm. well, um, I'm just thinking too, about spreading the word about Give a Note Foundation to, right. you know, people in your network who are involved in school music programs, because they could be educators who aren't aware of, of all that you're doing. And it'd be really right helpful for them to even just be made aware of it. Right. We, we say that we're the organization that has the passion and heart for the music educators life work. Mm-hmm. And, and we're really known for that by music educators. They, they do recognize how passionate and how much we care about what they do. Mm. 
Well, Beth, I ask all my guests to close out our conversation with a musical ending, a coda, by sharing a song or story about a moment that music enhanced your life. Can you close us out today with a coda by sharing a song or story with us? (laughs) Well, I'm not going to sing for you, even though I could, I'm not going to. (laughs) Yeah, I just, you know, music has just been such an integral part of my life from my earliest memories. Um, my home was, I have two sisters and um, the three of us girls lived in a household that was filled with music. My, our dad was a trumpet player when he was in high school and had all sorts of band awards that he was very proud of. And, and our mother never had really any formal training, but she loved music, you know, everything, mm-hmm. everything from classical to Broadway. She was playing record albums all the time. And as a family, we spent a lot of time around the piano, just playing and singing and harmonizing together. And, Mm. um, you know, I I just my whole life was filled with music. I just I've always been involved in music. So but I think the most impactful thing, the story I want to probably want to share the most is I speak a lot when I'm talking about Give a Note and talking with people about Give a Note. I speak a lot about how music education, music educators are such mentors to their students Mm. and they are far more than just teaching music. They're doing far more than, than that. Um, And I was fortunate enough. I had so many music mentors from my, my junior high band director to my high school choir director, my high school band directors, my college directors. I just had so many important music educators in my life, but my junior high band director taught me probably one of the most important lessons I think I could have ever learned. I took private lessons from him on the French horn, as well as the fact that he was my, my band director. But he taught me to be grateful in, in terms of music. Be grateful when someone appreciates your music, mm. even when you don't think it could or should have been played better. Um, mm. Because music is what people feel when they hear it. Mm. And when you play something and people respond, you can't devaluate their experience by saying it could have been better. Uh, I, I will never, never forget that moment when he shared that with me. So, you know, music is life. It's, it just is. Yes. Oh, I agree. Love that. Well, you had mentioned to me too, some connections over at Interlochen and Hillsdale, which caught my attention since I'm from Michigan. And I was, my ears kind of perked up like, Ooh, (laughs) Interlochen and Hillsdale. She spent some time in Michigan. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I I went to uh, Leg Junior High in Coldwater, Michigan and uh, earned a scholarship to Interlochen summer music camp um, the summer after my eighth grade year. Okay. And that was really my first orchestra experience. And, you know, I could, cause I was playing French horn in the band, but I had never, none of the schools that I were, was attended had an orchestra program. So Interlochen was my first orchestra experience. Mm-hmm. And um, it was after that, that my, my band director, again, my junior high band director recommended that uh, recommended me to the Hillsdale college orchestra. So as a ninth grader, I got to go over to the, college wow once a week and play with the college orchestra so that was wow how common was that I you know I I don't think it was very common I was the only one in the whole orchestra (laughs) that was not a college student so (laughs) oh that's awesome what a great experience great opportunity yeah it was it was a long time ago (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing with us today, Beth. I'm really excited oh, about what Give and Know Foundation is doing and look forward to especially looking up some of these Music Education Innovator Award recipients because I'm really intrigued to see who they are and what they're doing. Yeah, they're they're a great group of people. And, you know, you'll see we've awarded 29 educators with that distinction. And we have a database of over 300 uh, innovative programs that we recognize around the country. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. How many of these awards do you give out per year? Because I'm just looking at your page right now, and it looks like there are more than one winners of this award per yeah, year. Yeah, there. Uh, we started out small with five the first spring that we did that. Um, and then this past year, right before COVID hit, we announced 15 award winners. Mm. Um, so there's 29 of them total okay. that we that have earned that distinction from us so far. And um, they're a great, great group of people. And we stay, um, my strategic development director, Juliana Lee, she and I both stay in in close contact with all of them. We engage and interact with them on a regular basis. So mm. um, the support goes far beyond just getting the award and the check. Love that. Well, thank you so much for all you're doing to enhance lives with music through a given out foundation and for sharing it with us today here. Thank you so much, Mindy. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining me today. I always love to hear from listeners. You can reach me on Facebook and Instagram at Enhanced Life Music. I'm also on Twitter at Music Enhances and LinkedIn. You'll find notes and links for this episode in the show notes at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast slash episode 90. Until next week, may your life be enhanced with music.